Good evening. Welcome back to For Your Amusement, where we discuss theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends Nolan and Nick. Guys, welcome. So I'm yo, very yo, excited. Yo. I'm very excited about the beginning of this podcast because in previous episode or in a previous episode, Nolan and I have tackled uh, Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, the 30th anniversary of Horror Nights together. There was an episode on a review of that. We did a house ranking, yada, yada, all that good, juicy stuff. If you want to hear that, go check that podcast out after you listen to this one. But this past weekend, I believe Sunday, Nolan went to Horror Nights for a second time. It is very close to Halloween. The event is very close to being wrapped up. And I'm super, super curious, obviously, to know how your trip went outside of Horror Nights and then to know how Horror Nights was for a second time, see if they improved whatever so nolan the floor is yours uh how did your trip go oh well this uh the opposite of our trip um we had a lot of <laughs> different things happening um, <laughs> a lot of funny stories um so pretty much i mean in nick usually for us to get to universal to start off it takes us about two and a half hours so like two hours 45 minutes which is like a decent drive um, but, uh, we had, like, a lot of traffic going up, I think there was, like, an accident, um, so it took us about, like, four and a half hours, which is, like, another two hours, uh, on top, yeah, so that was, that was a lot, um, well, hold on, before uh, you go further, cool. what time, what time did you leave? Uh, I want to say 4.30. Ah, uh, that doesn't help, close to rush hour. So... That was that. We got there. Everything was cool. Um, on Saturday we hit uh Volcano Bay. This was my second time, and it was just as good as the first time. Um, the weather's perfect. No complaints there. Um, had like their famous ice cream. Uh, it's like a rainbow ice cream. It's like uh banana, um, strawberry, mango, and uh, I think blue raspberry or something like that. And uh, it looks pretty cool. And it was it was I. It wasn't anything special, but. If you like fruity stuff, I think you'd like it more. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, everything was cool there. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, so that was that. I did a uh, one of the things I didn't do last time was uh, they had like these uh, big uh, drop slides. Not like where the four jobs, but at the end, um, there's like a deep pool. So like there's like a ten a ten foot drop between like the slide and like where you, like, land, like, a water slide, and, uh, those were pretty cool, um, it wasn't, is that the picture that you sent us, with you in the air, yeah, 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 that was that one, that was that one, bro, when you sent me that, I was driving to Orlando, bro, I was laughing so hard, that was such a fun, yeah, so that was, so that was that one, and the whole, the Volcano Bay trip was awesome, besides, uh, in the middle of it, I checked my phone, I was like, yo, uh, so if you guys didn't know me, Kyle went to Penn State, and we're huge Penn State football fans. And right on cue, uh, I saw it was in double OT, and I watched that the rest of the game. And luckily, I was in Orlando to kind of just relieve myself of dealing with that. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was that was brutal to watch. But uh, other than that, it was it was an awesome trip to Volcano Bay. And like I always say, like 
Um, if you haven't done it, definitely do it. It's a really cool place. And if you even don't even like water parks, like definitely do it because there's so much stuff to do. Um, there's like two lazy rivers, which are awesome. And it's just a wave pool. There's, there's so many things to do there. So, um, that was that. Later that night, we went to Disney Springs. Um, it was good as usual. Um, it was pretty crowded. Did it, Nick, did you go to Disney Springs? Or no? I went to Saturday night, you said? Yeah. I was there Saturday night as well. I got there at like 10. (laughs) Fucking jammed. I got a margarita and I was just sat down because it was fucking packed. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, yeah. So Saturday night was pretty crowded. Um, so, um, heading into Sunday. Um, so the weather report (laughs) for Sunday was, uh, it was very mixed. Like, so you thought it might rain, but it weren't sure exactly what was going to happen because it's, it's Florida, you know? So, um, as we went throughout the day, we went to the park for a little bit during the day and, uh, we kept checking and it wasn't anything kind of too crazy. They said like it kept, was going to keep passing, like maybe nothing even till like nine o'clock at night, which is awesome. And it kept pushing back. And then, uh, once it got to around like, I want to say like three o'clock, three thirty, this freaking Bill Paxton cell came out of nowhere <laughs> and it was a complete like monstrosity luckily we were inside so we didn't get slammed with that but it was just like uh-oh like this ain't good so um that was that we got dinner at finnegan's which is obviously nick knows it's the the goaded horror night spot um so you got always oh, food is there that in the parks yeah yeah right it's kind of near uh yeah like where the blues brothers are kind of oh, okay i know exactly where that is yeah I actually saw someone post something on Facebook about that. It's supposed to be a good place to go. Yeah, so it's a cool spot. Um, so we were in line waiting for the houses to open because we had like the uh, stay and scream, which is like you're inside the park, so you have access to them. You have like an extra hour pretty much to kind of do whatever until like the whole general people come in. So it's always a must. Um, so we did that. And as we're waiting, it starts to drizzle. We have ponchos, which is, like, amazing, because if we didn't, it would have been a disaster. It's, it still was a disaster, but I'm getting to it. But um, so it started raining, drizzle, and uh, it was just – it was a lot. It was um, it was drizzling, everything. We got through, like, the first two houses. I'll get into details with that, but we got through the first two, and then, like, think waiting in line for the third house – um, it just started to like monsoon. Like it was like, and we were like in line, so like it wasn't like we could like do anything, you know. So um, that was a lot. Our shoes were soaked. It was like by the end of the night, like our feet were like it was. It hurt. It hurt really bad. <laughs> but uh, we uh, eventually did everything, all the houses, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, so pretty much about four nights. It's kind of funny because I remember when me and Nick went, um, we did the houses in kind of like a reverse order because of Beetlejuice and um, Hill House being so crowded. So I think that's why Nick wanted to do that part, that part first. Mm-hmm. So um, we did the opposite side, which was the um, – uh, yeah, we did all those in the um, – not warehouses, the uh, sound stages – um, so we did those four first. So I think I remember I said Icons, Chainsaw, I think Frankenstein, well Frankenstein it was a, it was a bad run, but I, I remember, I remember saying Chainsaw and Icons were like pretty bad. 
last time, but this time I think they were like one of the top, if not the top, when I went through, which is kind of crazy. Um, I had really dope runs on both of them. Um, I'm not sure if it was because it was early on, you know, if they were just ready and all that, but they were really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Gil Juice was top tier when I went through. That was awesome again. Um, I kind of missed a lot of scares on the Hill House, house, which kind of sucks, but I mean, the first one I, I went through was awesome. Um, I'm trying to think what else houses wise. Uh, Pumpkin and, uh, Puppet Theater were awesome again. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm missing. Uh, nothing too crazy, you know, I mean, houses wise, I mean, it was still, uh, the same, you know, nothing uh hit or miss like it wasn't like oh this is so much worse or you know what besides like the chainsaw and um icons they were a lot better but uh crowd wise i think it was it was uh sold out on sunday and it was very crowded even with the rain it was it was still a lot um so that was a lot to deal with and it probably didn't get done around until like one thirty, i would say so it was it was a long day it was tough yeah but uh, we did everything, and uh, we tried um, the well-known, famous uh, pizza fries and s'mores fries, which are like Fortnite snacks icons. Yeah, so pretty much. So what's um, in pizza fries? fries? Yeah, so I'll get to that. So pizza fries, okay. it's pretty much French fries with uh, tomato sauce, mozzarella, uh, pepperoni, and uh, meatball or not meatball, uh, sausage. And uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't anything spectacular, you know, but it was a really good snack. Like, nothing. Like, it was – I would definitely probably get it again, but I wouldn't, like, like, oh, my God, you know? But yeah. uh, the s'mores fries, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> like, <laughs> those things are top-notch. Like, they were hella good. It's pretty much – so Kyle's asking. It's uh, sweet potato fries, um, marshmallow – White chocolate, chocolate chips, um, uh, graham cracker crust, and I think like a chocolate drizzle on top, and Every- it was really good, like really good. Wow, everything besides the sweet potato fries sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, the sweet potato fries is the best part. Oh, really? Uh, I don't like sweet potato fries. I like regular fries. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't like sauce. Yeah, no, you probably can't even taste it, right? Well, with like all the other stuff, you probably can't even taste it. Yeah, no, it, it goes, it goes, yeah, it goes, it goes perfect with it. It's a perfect match. It's like a soup, you know, pretty much, but like a more uh, version of more like a. Gotcha. It's a perfect Halloween like treat. You know? So uh, yeah, that was pretty much it, and it kind of sucked with the rain too because I mean, uh, we did half of the scare zones, but obviously it was raining towards like the end of the night. It rained actually twice. Another time, like, it's at midnight, was like, oh, my. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it rained again, so we missed, like, another uh, scare zone a little bit. Um, but, I mean, just as before, me and Nick were saying, like, they were they were pretty bad this year, which is, I, I get it because of COVID and whatnot, so. But, uh, yeah. So, I got a quick question. So, because it was raining, did you find the houses, walking through them, did you find the houses to be slippery at all? Um, there was just one or two that, like, at the front, 
it had like a little uh wet floor sign. Uh, I think one was I think they were they might have been the tents, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, they weren't slippery at all for the most part. So even it was like really bad rain too, so um, and maybe serious. even with the, yeah, even with the rain too, it might have made like a better effect at the night. You know, it was like a, a like a eerie feel sort of. So that was kind of cool. All right. So would you say it was about the same, or was this time better than when we went? Uh, I would say this time was better for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, we we all. I mean, my dad were talking about it. Um, he was saying this might have been like the best year. And I was, it was crazy because, like, the first time it was very, um, like, me and Nick were saying on the last the, the podcast that we did, um, you could tell with the, uh, the, the playing glass, like, it was, it, 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 uh, ruined some of the experience, you know? But in this one, I think maybe they just turned up a little bit more, or they did some different things, you know? Like, I was getting a lot of different hits, so... Um, it, it just, it's wild because even when it's like a, a year when there's no plexiglass, you know, like, it just depends on when you go through the house and like, and it could vary so much between like five minutes between the next person, you know, like they could say this house is the best and then five minutes later somebody goes through and it's like, that was like lame. So it's wild. That's, that's, uh, interesting because every, the, the biggest problem with the year like you were saying was the plexiglass do you do you feel like you didn't notice it as much this time or was your timing just good enough where you were worried about somebody popping out you didn't pay attention to it um i'm trying to think it it was a little bit of both i think i think they i think what happened i think with going through the second time was i was able to kind of like enjoy it a little bit more and also, like, I think a decent amount of, at least when me and you went through, I'm not sure about how it was, like, when you went with your parents the first two nights. I feel like the first time we went, we were missing a lot of different things. Mm. Because we kind of, our Frankenstein was like that. Um, oh, Frankenstein was the worst run through I've <laughs> ever had in a Horror Nights house. We don't even <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of them like that. And I think maybe that's what kind of played it a uh, factor, you know? Which is, it's wild. I'm not sure if maybe it was just because, because I, the, the houses we did it towards the end, like Hill House was towards the end, and that was like kind of subpar, which is kind of like the same thing that we did with uh, Frankenstein and like Chainsaw, I think, or Icons. So maybe later on the night, they kind of get like a little tired or something. It's, it's weird, so. Alright, well, it's, uh, do you want to tell the, uh, the fire alarm story on here, or do you want to save that? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm curious right. to know what the hell happened. Okay, yeah. Yeah, all right, this is this is wild. Okay, so uh, we stayed at Dockside, and me and Nick stayed at, was it Dockside or Endless, or what service? Side? I think it was you know Dockside. Maybe? I think it was Dockside. Okay, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay, so you, we stayed at Dockside. We stayed at Surfside. Uh, I think Dockside is a little bit cooler. It's like a bigger lobby. They have more things there. Anyways, we were staying at the hotel. Um, we had a long day at Volcano Bay. Um, uh, we went to Disney Springs that night. Uh, we couldn't really find parking, so that was another like 15, 20 minutes. And, uh, I was trying to find, cause my, 
internet wasn't working, I guess, because it was in the sun all day and stuff, so it was kind of, like, wonky. So my internet was kind of jacked up, and I was driving to get to the hotel, trying to follow, follow the signs, and I wound up um, at, like, the top of the Universal Garage where they have, like, the Ubers. <laughs> so oh, I got, wow. we got stuck up there for, like, 15, 20, like 15 minutes trying to get through. Finally got through. Uh, like I said, we had total parking, so that was another 15 minutes. And then we finally got back to the hotel. It was around, like, 1230. And before uh, before we got to back home that night, um, these kids checked in around, like, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, something like that that day. And uh, they were, like, hella loud. They were, like, high school kids. They had, like, 15 people in the room. They were, like, um, it was, I was, like, yo, like, they're going to come back, like, can't, like some, they're going to be, like, yelling and stuff, like, after Horror Nights. So we had that to look forward to. And so pretty much we got back like at 1230 and we're like getting ready for bed. Like we're not sleeping yet, thankfully. But like, you know, like you're tired, like you're laying down, like getting ready. And all of a sudden I hear like this fire alarm going off. And like, it was like the weirdest thing because like, we're like, okay, like whatever. So, um, we had like a regular room and then like a, the same room that Nick, we, we had Nick, and they had, yeah, like, a separate room. Uh, yeah, so right, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the other room, you could see the lobby from the window. So, we looked out, like, two minutes after, like, it was going off, and nobody was in the lobby. And we were, like, kind of confused, like, this is really weird, like, what's going on? So, we opened the main door and nobody was like in the hallway and we were like uh <laughs> what, what's going on is this like the twilight zone like what, what's happening so um the these people come out of their room and they're like yo do you hear that like and then we're like oh yeah do you hear that and like no like it's just coming from your room so pretty much this fire alarm randomly went on went off in our room like we were all in bed like nothing was on no shower no nothing it randomly popped off so like two minutes in this security guy comes up he's like on the walkie-talkie he's like and then this lady comes up we got another security guy they're like oh call the fire department and like yo like we did nothing like just turn this off i'm trying to sleep (laughs) so that was that (laughs) <laughs> and it was just, like, the funniest thing because, like, the next day, because the next day we had all that rain, and then the Friday we had, like, the traffic, so we had, like, so many things happening at once. And to top it off, it was, like, 3.45, 4 o'clock, and I woke up, and these kids were, like, wild. And Well, I wouldn't say that. They were wild before, but they were, like, kind of loud. And um, they were, like, banging on stuff, but it was just, like, I was so tired, I just, like, fell asleep, luckily, and the next day, we saw that they, like, ruined, <laughs> they ruined their ironing board, they said it looked like, um, kind of like, like, the Bills Mafia, where, like, they jump on, like, oh my tables, gosh. and, like, With the table? yeah. <laughs> oh, God. yeah, so they did that to the ironing board, it was like a WWE, like, they hit somebody in the head <laughs> with it, oh. so that was that, and, yeah, so, that was that. So it was a very entertaining trip. Wait, so what time did this alarm very go off? Enjoyable. This went off around like twelve thirty. Okay. I'm surprised yeah. like you guys didn't like start going down the stairs and trying to get out of the building. 
Well, we looked out. We were going to do that, but nobody was, like, doing anything. And, like, usually if they do that, like, they come on the intercom, you know, like, oh, like, this is happening. But, like, nothing was happening. So that's why we were, like, very confused. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, everyone reacts differently, you know, when a fire alarm goes off. You know, like, you know, yeah. it depends on what your personality is. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I was, there was one point a couple of years ago when I was, so I was in a movie theater and uh, there, the, the alarm goes off. And it's so, like everyone starts, like, rushing for the exits, like, in the middle of the movie. There's actually Venom. And now <laughs> Venom 2 is coming out. Um, and so I'm with Zach. And so he's our friend from school. And, uh, and so I'm, like, panicking. Like, there's a huge group of people. I'm like, come on, I'm running toward the exit. I'm like, we got to go, got to get out. And, uh, and then he's sitting there, like, I look back, he's sitting there, he's drinking his soda. I'm like, Zach, what are you doing? Let's go. And he's like, I paid a lot of money for this soda. I'm not leaving it. <laughs> I'm like, just come on, let's go. But, like, yeah, like, in, you know, in that instance, yeah, like, in that instance, I'd probably, and if I was at the movies, I'd probably, like, get out, you know? But, like, in this instance, I was just, like, it was very weird because nothing was happening. So I was like, right. it has to be, like, something off. And also, I forgot, uh, we went on Jurassic Park, and um, it got stuck for, like, 10 minutes or so, oh, and, yeah. you know, the, the the part where you're up the lift hill, and, like, you, like, do, like, a fake drop, you know? hmm Yeah. Yeah, so, at, we're at, like, the very top, and, like, I shit you not, it did, like, that thing on Rip Ride Rocket where, like, it kind of, like, goes backwards. Oh, shit. And I was, like, yeah, I was, like, bruh. <laughs> I, was, uh, I like almost shat my pants because <laughs> like I never experienced that it was it was very terrifying but we survived and we didn't get eaten so that was that yeah. <laughs> well yeah if you were on that could you imagine if you were on the big drop like how terrifying that would have been oh yeah that that would that would not have been fun oh my god Nick well, how was your turn Nick Nick, you're on B. <laughs> I don't know if I have stories quite as entertaining <laughs> as that one, but I haven't been to Disney since January of 2020, just before COVID. So I was super excited to be back. It was a very quick trip. I was there from Saturday. No, I was up Saturday night, and I came back Monday. I left around 12. So I'll keep this as to the highlights as I can. On Sunday, I went to Magic Kingdom. I got there for rope drop, and as soon as I got in, I absolutely fucking hauled ass the Pirates of the Caribbean. It was a walk-on, wait, no wait. Got off that, hit freaking Big Thunder, no wait. We were just fucking running through things with <laughs> zero weight. It was, it was literally amazing. So we got hungry, so I grabbed myself a famous Mickey waffle. Can't go wrong there, but they had this It was drink. the greatest... Aren't they're they? Amazing. They're so good. Powdered sugar, whipped cream, strawberries, amazing. So they had this drink called the Doomberry drink, which is after the Haunted Mansion. And I was like, oh, 50th anniversary, you get a Haunted Mansion straw. And, like, I'm in Disney. You can't get that anywhere else. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend the $8 or whatever. I'm going to fucking get it, right? So it said it was, like, ginger beer mixed with, like, this blueberry syrup shit. And there was, like, iridescent glittered shit that they put on it whatever so i get it and it fucking looks amazing i take a sip of it and i'm like okay it's kind of good and then the ginger aftertaste hits your tongue and oh my god it fucking doesn't go away (laughs) so i was kind of sipping on it enjoying it couldn't figure out if i loved it or hated it 
And we decided we were going to go on The Little Mermaid, but you can't bring drinks on The Little Mermaid. So Nick spent a lot of money on this drink, so he's not just going to throw it away. I decided to chug it, and I swear to God, for the next four hours, <laughs> I was tasting this fucking drink. So ladies oh, and gentlemen, God. if you see the Doomberry drink, and you don't like ginger, for the love of God, do not get it, because it's not worth it. But it looks pretty. Anyway... So we did that, and uh, and you got the straw, so that works. I, so well, I, see, Kyle, this is a really fucking great point, and it's a huge disappointment. I did get the straw. Here's the problem with the straw, Kyle. The Kyle, the, the Kyle, the fucking straw is made of paper. So when you get the uh. paper straw, it's got the haunted mansion wallpaper on it. But what happens with paper straws in water? It absorbs and becomes brittle and falls apart. So guess what? Guess where that straw is at, Kyle? In a fucking trash can in the middle of Magic Kingdom. So I didn't get that straw. So, I hate those those. Paper straws are the worst. Right? It's such a freaking bullshit. Anyway, there's a lot of money for that drink. Anyway, so the uh, first new highlight that I'm going to kind of give you guys a uh, first hands-on, hands-eye, whatever experience is the Jungle Cruise. I experienced the Jungle Cruise for the first time since they made those changes. They took out Trader Sam. They took out the uh, tribe members and whatnot. And I ridiculed it when it first happened because that's a fucking beloved ride by a lot of uh, hardcore original Disney fans. Um, shout out to Mark Davis for his incredible input on that ride. But I'm here to say, I'm here to be positive about this. They fucking did an amazing job with the changes that they made. They are seamless. The skipper that I had on my ride through for Jungle Cruise was fucking phenomenal. Probably the best one that I've ever had between Jaws, if you've Folks have been on Jaws at Universal. You know how those skippers can be. The kid had so much energy. He was fucking hilarious. But the changes that they made, they have a new boat, a sort of like an abandoned boat that was taken over by chimps. And the animatronics on there are amazing. The chimps look hilarious. They're actually kind of terrifying. They're pretty creepy. And just around the bend, they have a box of butterflies that the chimps have smashed into, and they're, like, playing with the butterflies, and they have a butterfly in it. It's fucking – it's really, really amazing. Um, they switched Trader Sam at the very end of the ride with a gift shop, and it's called, like, Sam's Gift Shop or something as an ode to him. It looks amazing. If you haven't been on it since the revamp, absolutely do it. You're going to have an amazing time. So in the middle of that line – I decided, I ridiculed it last podcast and the podcast before, but I decided I was, for the podcast, I was going to test out the lightning lane. And I'm here to say, folks, it is the biggest fucking waste of money. Do not do it. It is a piece of shit. I was told when I did this, I asked a cast member before I purchased it. I purchased it in the line. I asked, if I get this lightning lane pass, can I make multiple reservations throughout my day or do I have to do one at a time? This piece of fucking shit told me that I could only do one at a time. Guess what's not true? What I just said. You can make as many as you want throughout your day as long as the times don't overlap. So I'm here making a reservation for Test Track at 9 o'clock when I could have ridden six rides in that meantime. It was $15. It was not worth it. I waited for maybe like 15 minutes in one of the fucking – I think it was Winnie the Pooh or something, and I was fucking heated. So don't do it. <laughs> Um, wait, 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 Nick. Before you move on, though, so I just want to clarify on the the, the pass. So yeah. is it? So do you get you buy pay fifteen dollars and then it's for like a bunch like a few rides or is it for one per ride? Like how does that work? Okay, this is a very good question, and I can sort of clarify from personal experience how this goes because there's no more mystery to it with reading shit on websites. <laughs> so through the Disney app, you purchase your 
uh, Genie Lightning Lane experience, right? So with that, it's a $15 purchase, which includes various rides that I'm not going to name. You can look that up online if you want. And if you go on the app after you purchase it, you can choose a ride that you want to go on. And if there's no price at the bottom of it with the time you select, it's included in your purchase. If not, and you click on your time and it says, you know, additional $15, additional 11 10 12 whatever dollars, you have to pay that on top of what you've already paid. So, I mean, as we said before, it's only – the additional fee is only for the very popular rides, Rise of the Resistance, Flight of Passage. But otherwise, it's it includes a lot of rides, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Test Track. All the good rides are on there. So, you know – don't do it. Let's boycott this bullshit and get it taken away because I don't understand why they had a free fast pass availability and then they just took it away and make you pay now. So fuck you, Bob Chapek. Anyway, <laughs> um, I went to um, Epcot very briefly. I was there for a very short period of time, so I didn't have all that time in the world. But the food and wine was going on, and I only had time to get one food item. But I got uh, pho from a Vietnamese stand, and it was amazing. It had mushrooms. It had onions. It had slices of beef, lime. It was kind of spicy, absolutely out of this world. I wish I had more time to try stuff from various countries. I wanted a beer from Germany, but I couldn't get over there. It was raining. I didn't feel like going that far. Um, but I'm here to say, if you're going to go to the food and wine, it is it is expensive. It's very expensive for certain things. It was like twelve dollars for beers and and like you know ten dollars, eleven dollars for certain food items. So if you're going to do that, please plan accordingly with your wallet because you can fucking go broke. Um, I got tachos. I've talked about tachos multiple times on this podcast at Hollywood Studios. That's right across in Toy Story Land, across from the Slinky Dog Coaster. Um, it is no longer on the menu, but you can still get it if you ask at the register. So that's just a quick tip there. Um, uh, lastly, Animal Kingdom was what I did yesterday, and I forgot how good Everest is. I got there for rope drop at 8 a.m. I rode Everest three times in a row um, with no weight, front row every time. Um, they're going to shut that down in January for a few months to do some refurb on it. But, man, I freaking forgot how amazing that ride is. But, um, Kyle, this is where I got to have your input again. So I rode Flight of Passage for the first time. And before I say anything, I want you to re-up on your opinion of Flight of Passage real fast. Okay, so mine is going to be a little bit skewed because I went into it only hearing that this was the greatest ride ever in any theme park in the world. That's all I kept hearing. And so I went on thinking that. And when I got off, I was definitely a little bit disappointed because it wasn't the best ride of all time, but I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. It definitely had, you know, the Soarin' feel. I mean, it was basically Soarin' but individualized pods. It was really great. Um, I really liked it, and especially now when I've had time to appreciate it, I like it more. And if I go on now without that huge expectation, I would, I'm sure I would love it. That's probably as accurate as it can get. Um, did I have fun? Absolutely, yes. It was a fucking great time. It said 60 minutes. I think I only waited 20. I like the time uh, every wait, just how accurate it is to the marquee. Um, but just a quick recap. So you go in. You start off, obviously, in Pandora with the floating mountains above you. Mm-hmm. And then you walk into this cave, which uh, puts you into this, like, compound, slowly transitioning through these labs. 
biotech, whatever, and then you're introduced into the story of the ride. Now, I'm not going to go into the story of the ride. You can experience that or look that up on YouTube for yourself, but I'm here to tell you there is no fucking point to having me sit through two, like, story-building bullshit scenes to set it up for the ride having no fucking story at all. I was so disappointed with that. They give you all this spiel about, like, oh, you're going to be matched with something on a banshee, and we've biomedically engineered you. Fuck all that shit. Don't even listen to what they're saying. Um, like Kyle said, it is like Soren. You board a motorcycle-style Hagrid's little bike, and the restraints kind of catch you off guard because they come up on your lower back and towards your calves, and you kind of don't expect it, and it like kind of slaps you, so that was kind of a really strange <laughs> way to be on a ride. Yeah. Um, but is it fun? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. There's some really great scenes and whatnot. I feel like this ride is going to die out kind of quickly, sort of like the screens on the Forbidden Journey. They're kind of outdated and need some 4K little boosting like they did with Spider-Man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It, don't wait an hour for it. If you can wait, you know, 20, 20, whatever minutes, go for it. Other than that, eh. Um, well, but, yeah. Nick, what were you going to say, before? Before we move off the Avatar um, ride, so a couple of things for, uh, I wanted to see if you had, if you noticed. Um, the first thing, the the animatronics like in the line were were amazing, weren't they? Of the actual like, you know, the the, uh, the avatars. So I only saw one in the like through a window uh-huh. in the distance. Like I don't. Did you walk by one close to it? Yeah. So like. There's one, like, I, I know you're talking about, it's, like, right, you can kind of see it through a glass window. And yeah. then I, I believe there was one that was, like, in a in a pod that was, like, kind of, that was in line that you walked by. I don't think, because I was there pretty early in the morning. I guess it wasn't busy enough to send people through that way. So I missed uh-huh. that, apparently. Uh, but from what okay. I saw in the distance, it was actually really, it was really cool. I mean, the things are fucking absolutely massive. They're, like, 10 feet tall. Oh, yeah. You don't realize it. Uh, and then also, so then the thing that caught me off guard when I first went to um, Pandora was how small that land was. Did you realize that too? Yeah, so I had been there a while ago in 2019, and it mm-hmm. is very underwhelming. It's one of those things where you're uh, – I had to – I forgot how – I remember I haven't been to Disney. Like I've been to Universal, so I don't know the park that well. So when I was asking for directions, she's like, yeah, go to Discovery Island and just follow the bridge and you'll find it. And I was like, okay. So I'm walking across the bridge and I'm just seeing trees, 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 nothing. And then all of a sudden I get that like ambient noise of like bugs in the trees and whatnot. And I was like, okay, we must be here. There's really no, there's a seamless blend to it and it kind of doesn't feel special. Does that seem accurate to you, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, you just, you expect it to be more like, it's not like Harry Potter world or even like Star Wars world where it's just this, you're in, you know, like you're in, a, you know, you're in another land and it's like huge. Agreed. Um, it's cool. I definitely wouldn't skip it for anything. If you've never been before, you got to see it. But I agree with you 100%. Star Wars and Harry also, Potter is far better. Also, did you go on the Navi River adventure? Uh, not this time, but I have previously. It's fun. It's a little too short, though. Right. I, I Yeah, I really like it. Th- those are cool animatronics. Like, they did a great job. Agreed, 110%. It is a very impressive ride, but it's, like, two minutes long, and if you wait a while, you're going to be a little disappointed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. 
And then did you go to uh, Star Wars Land? I went, but here's what happened. So similar to what Nolan said about the rain, as soon as we got there, my goal was – I was on a time crunch because I had to be back in another park for a dinner reservation. Oh, I got to talk about that after just a, a restaurant I hadn't been to. So um, I went to Hollywood Studios, and I was going to ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and then Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance was two hours. Mickey and Minnie's was an hour, and then it started to downpour. I got stuck in a shop. And I didn't ride either of them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I just ended up in the shop with the lightsabers and debated spending $150, but I didn't. So, um, <laughs> Oh, did you – you know what was really cool, though, where you can make your own droid? That shop was awesome. That, that shop is – yeah, that shop is really freaking amazing. I've also contemplated doing that, too, but I think I'd rather spend the money on a saber than a droid. But, man, people were spending money hand and fist. I saw a guy in the, the – uh, lightsaber shop not the the uh make your own experience but like the regular one he spent like 750 dollars on, on lightsabers yeah no. fucking insane. Wow. so here's a i'm kind of rambling at this point but i thought thought this was kind of interesting so if you want a darth maul lightsaber obviously we know this is the double-ended saber it's fucking one really unique whatever so in order to get that saber you have to buy two lightsabers and two blades so it comes out to like around $360 with tax just for that lightsaber. And I I told the guy behind the counter, I was like, do you guys sell this? Like, there's no way that this is popular. And he's like, yeah, it's actually one of our most popular. So obviously Disney's not hurting for money. And if you're going to try to get this lightning lane shit to make it up for it, you guys are fucking <laughs> stupid. Cause that's ridiculous. Also, um, the th- go ahead. Oh, sorry, Nick. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. So I was going to ask. So I didn't see because I didn't actually get to go into the lightsaber store or at least uh, look that you know up close for it. Um, but do they like actually like go back in? Like, can you like pull like push it back into like its case? Do you know what I mean? I uh, you talking about the blade? Yeah, because I'm thinking about like how do you get it on the plane? It's like a lot of people are getting like you know or or taking it you know to wherever they're going and then they're visiting Florida, you know. Uh, okay, so this obviously pertains to you because you don't live in Florida, and this right. is a really good question. Uh, I'm going to send you guys pictures of the, the display case so you guys can see um, really fast. But um, the way you can do this, Kyle, is if I were you, they give you a carrying case if you want to carry it around, but mm-hmm. they'll give you a bag that's separate with the hilt of the lightsaber and the blade. Um, I have a feeling that you would probably have to either put it in your suitcase or – have it shipped separately. It's not. It's not travel friendly, unfortunately, um, which kind of right. sucks because a lot of people are from out of state, out of town, out of country, whatever. Um, so I, I don't know. That's a really great question, and I don't know how that would work if I were you. But I would ask before you buy one. I think that'd be yeah. Best no, absolutely, and yeah. No, that's just because I, I was thinking in general. Like, there's so many people that come from you know outside of Florida that then have to go back, and so like. You know, I don't know what happens there. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's they're so fucking cool though. Like when you pick oh, them up, wow. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced like pick them up or whatever. They are heavy as shit. I don't know if they're die cast or whatever. The detail is incredible. Ooh. I'm definitely gonna get one of these one day. I don't know which one. It's hard to decide. I picked up like sick. I was pissing the guy off. I picked up so many of them. Um, but could you imagine them. taking this on a plane? Like this looks like an actual weapon. Yeah, it does. Especially the dark saber, the one in the back that's uh, perpendicular. It's, she won't. They won't <laughs> even let you fucking pick that one out of the case for some reason. But anyway, well, um, do you remember when um, when Star Wars Land first opened? 
the um so the the coke bottles they they look like droids but it could be like a look like a little bomb almost and when it, <laughs> I know right exactly. when it first opened they were getting stopped by airport security constantly I remember this and I think this might still be a problem um cuz I watched a YouTube video recently with somebody talking about this so yeah that's an interesting point Kyle um but really Kyle do you have any more questions before I move on or Nolan anything No I don't think so Okay, so just really fast, I ate at this restaurant across from the Jungle Cruise that just, that's a Jungle Cruise-themed thing. It's called the Skipper's Canteen. It is very interesting food-wise, but that's not the point of me telling you this. Um, if you eat there, it's kind of pricey on the menu, but the whole shtick of it, if you go on the Jungle Cruise, you know your skipper, you know, full of very dry jokes, sarcastic jokes, you know, the backside of water is the famous joke, whatever. But your waiter the entire time is the same way as a skipper. It's a fun experience. Um, if you're looking for a place to get a reservation and you you know everything's sold out and you can get one there, get one. It's it's a it's a fun time. Um, but yeah, that was Disney in a nutshell. And I guess sticking on the Disney thing, we'll go from land to sea and from reality to superhero universes in Marvel. Um, Kyle, I know, I don't, I'm not really a Cruise fan, but Kyle, I know you're a big Marvel guy. Um, you want to go ahead and take this one? Absolutely. So before I get into that, I just want to say I did not go to a theme park this weekend. However, I did go to the Harry Potter store in New York and I got a butterbeer. So I did get my butterbeer. Oh, there you go. I love hearing that. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, so going back to the Disney Cruise, so Disney announced a new cruise, I believe it was today, um, where it's going to be very interactive. So they're going to have a bunch of shows on board, um, and it's not just like a regular show on stage. It's going to be you're actually kind of in the show, and it's very immersive. So like a couple of them that I heard were um, they're going to have a Frozen show, like a Frozen dinner. Um, they're going to have, I like, guess, a Star Wars uh, show, like a, uh, a Star Wars dinner. Um, but the main attraction is going to be a, an immersive uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe dinner. Uh, and they made a, a new movie for it where it's going to be starring Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, um, Anthony Mackie, um, Brie Larson. And so and they're all going to be so they're all going to be in it. And it's going to be like almost like a 360 screen where like everything is going to be around you. Um, and then you're going to have like these buzzers on the table that look like things from the movie that actually like shrink Ant-Man. Um, and you are going to be able to participate um, in like the actual events of the movie by pressing that button. Um, and they didn't describe exactly how yet, um, but they said it's supposed to be very immersive. Um, it's supposed to be very, um, very cool. And unlike anything you've ever seen before, um, so it's kind of, you know, it's really it's supposed to be really cool. It looks like interactive theater. Um, so that's going to be awesome. The the promotional pictures look really cool. They just show Ant-Man coming out of the screen. So it looks like there's like a 3D element to it. Um, that, that's going to be awesome. So uh, is this on, well, does Disney have multiple cruise lines or is it just one thing blended together? Like do they have different ships and whatnot. They do have different ships. This one's so. going to be called Disney Wish. Okay, so um, is it only on one of their lines? It's only on this one ship, Disney Wish. Okay, got it. Okay. Oh, and then also um, the, the the Star Wars thing, 
is going to be a um, it's going to be a bar, and it's going to have like the same back, you know, like it's going to employ the same background technology that um, Space Two Twenty has, mm. but you're going to feel like you're in, you know, it's going to be like a Star Wars background, and it's going to have like Star Wars things around it. Um, so they're trying to make it as immersive as possible. Okay. Obviously, this is going to be a big hit. This is going to be a huge moneymaker. I can see this taking off like a friggin' rocket. Um, <laughs> Kyle, are you are you uh, going to do it? Are you a cruise guy? What's up? I am a cruise guy. I definitely want to do it. So, I mean, so they say that it's going to launch in 2022 in June. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much they're charging, and I don't know what the pandemic's going to be like then, but I, I hope that I could do it um, or pretty soon after June. Um, that would be awesome. I would definitely do it. Have you ever been on a Disney cruise? Not, uh, I don't think I've been on a Disney cruise. I've been on other cruise lines. Nolan? I have not, but it does seem pretty cool. Um, I'm not even like a huge Marvel guy, but I mean, just straight up with the amount of stuff they can create and kind of do, especially for kids, like, they have so many things at their disposal, so... Yeah, it seems like they're going for more, um, like, enter- immersive entertainment, especially for vacations. Like, you know, you saw, like, the Star Wars Hotel we've been talking about, and now, you know, this cruise line. So I think that's kind of where Disney's headed. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's going to be um, dope. Is there uh, – let me see. You sent an article about it, right? Yep. Okay, gotcha. um, here, I, I can send it to you again if you want it. No, I'll scroll through it. I'll find it. I'm good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, the, I'm excited. It should be a lot of fun. Um, we'll see. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be something new. So, you know, that's always good when they start innovating, like we talk about. You know, don't do the same old stuff. Agreed. One, that's a Preach. perfect statement. Exactly. Yeah, so real quick, I, I didn't get to ask because you, you just segued real quick. Um, about your trip, do you have like uh your top three rides? I'm curious if maybe if there's anything kinda stood out to you. Or are they pretty much like the same? Okay, this is this is kind of an interesting question and I'll answer this uh without bias because I can be biased. So here we go. The Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean are iconic rides. They are they withstand the test of time. It's been only over 50 years since this has been around. But here's here's my shtick. I think they need to shut them down for six months, eight months, whatever. I know, I know, that's a long time. But it needs it needs help. It needs a facelift. It needs a refurb. The lighting was really, really weak in both rides, almost to the point where you couldn't even enjoy half the stuff because it was basically in the dark, especially the Haunted Mansion. Um, they have a lot of iconic scenes there that were, you know, taking so much time to craft, and every time you go through it, you can see something new, and I just think it needs a, a facelift. So, saying that, I'm not going to include those in it. I rode Big Thunder for the first time since I was, like, freaking 10. That is definitely, I'm going to put that at number three. Fucking amazing ride. Number two, I had, I'm going to I'm gonna do two, two or it's going to be a tie. Two, two at two, we're going to call it. Space Mountain, I damn near broke my goddamn neck on it, but holy <laughs> shit, that ride is so much fun. 
and Dinosaur. Dinosaur, again, a ride that has been there forever, maybe needs TLC. So much fun. Number one, Everest. You can't beat it. I know they're going to shut that down, like I said before. Um, but really quick, if you have an annual pass and you didn't get the photo pass with it, you can still get your photos on it if you tap your magic band to your photo. But it just comes with a watermark, and you'd have to purchase the photo. Um, but you can still see them, and it disappears in like two months. So there's that. Whoa. Hmm. Oh. And was but there yeah. anything? Oh, go ahead. Oh. Was there no, ahead, anything um, that was different than the last time you wrote it? Because you said you didn't go back since um, twenty early twenty twenty. Um, like any refurbishments that they did that you could tell, or is it pretty much the same as you remembered? Are you talking about all the rides in general or something specific? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in general. Haunted Mansion had some enhancements to the staircase room with the library. They had some, like, projection mappings. The attic had some new projection mappings since last time I was there. Pirates of the Caribbean was the same. Dinosaur had... This is kind of like a bad enhancement, but they, like, painted the dinosaurs, like, really cheaply with, like, black light paint, and it kind of looks real. It's like lipstick on a pig type thing. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Um, but, yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. But it's sad to see the primeval world be taken. It's basically leveled at this point. I took a picture of it, but it's not so great. I took it quickly. Um, I wonder what they're going to do with that because that's in the very back of the park, kind of like Dead Space. So whatever they do with that is probably going to have to bring an e-ticket attraction to push people that way. Um, but, yeah, I have been to Universal a million times. It's nice to have Disney to, like, refresh. I still have so many rides that I haven't gone on since I was a kid, and I'm super excited to go back in December and try to ride all that stuff. But uh, I hate to say this, boys, but I think I, I think Disney might be my jam now. There's just so much to do. Like, Nolan, when you go – yeah, I think you're going to fucking have a fucking mind explosion because it, there's just so much new stuff to experience, especially since when you were a kid. And it's just like sensory overload. It's so much to take in. And whatnot. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Kyle? It's funny that you said that because the next thing out of my mouth is going to be um, that it made me appreciate Universal so much more. And it just I loved Universal so much more than Disney. And maybe it's it's different for you because you've gone so many times to, to Universal and this is these are like new rides and things that you're experiencing for the first time. But just like in terms of like everything from like thrill rides to, you know, to the actual lines being, you know, so much shorter, um, you know, to being able to do everything that you want to do. I mean, I like it just made me appreciate Universal so much more and think that it was so much better. That was my takeaway anyway. That statement is 100 – I could get that tattooed on my left ass cheek. That is so <laughs> fucking perfectly said. It's so factual, um, and I don't disagree with that at all. In fact, I'm going to re-up on that. The only reason that I'm saying I like Disney like I do, Disney just has a level of quality that Universal hasn't matched yet. I think they're starting to get there. But the immersion and the level of care to detail, it's just so – it's just it's, – it's embedded for longer. I know there's a lot of mm-hmm. engineers that are moving over and whatnot, but let me tell you something. Kyle, you're right. You can go fucking broke at Disney and mm-hmm. buy no souvenirs. 
I bought I, I bought myself nothing. I had to buy a magic band because I, my old one was was out. Bought my dad a T-shirt, and that was it. I swear to God, I spent like over almost like two hundred dollars on food and fucking water. Like, come <laughs> on, man, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, Kyle, you're absolutely so. So what I did learn when I went to Universal this time is if you buy um, a water bottle from like any of the places, like any restaurants or carts or whatever, they have these the Coke machines, and we have like all those drinks. So you have to buy the souvenir cup to use them. But I learned I'm not sure if it was something new. I could I could have swore it was just based off memory. But you can use either the water bottle that I use or maybe even any cup that you bring, you could fill it up with ice cold water. No way. For free. Yeah. For free. Oh my god. Wow. The fact that I spent like thirty five dollars <laughs> on water bottles. So legit, just hold on to your water bottle and you'll have water for the whole day. Oh man. That is the best that should have been said at the beginning of the podcast. That's the best <laughs> hack. Tweet that out. Fuck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, amazing. So it was it was very clutch. Very clutch and the humidity and it was saucy. So So wait, how did you hear about that? How'd you find that out? I literally I was just like, yo, you know what, I'm so thirsty, we're gonna try it and it worked. <laughs> I hadn't I, I was like, Holy shit <laughs> What a fucking goat. You're yeah, you're a legend for that. Like, and the water is like stupid cold. It's like it's, you'll you'll be amazed. Oh. <laughs> this is the best hack I've ever heard. This needs to be put on TikTok, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Fuck yeah! No, no, I, no we can't. We gotta keep it. We gotta keep it in the DL because the, the <laughs> and then we're gonna be screwed. So, <laughs> all right. Oh, so, uh, are you done with uh, the Disney seg? Yes, sir. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But real quick, just to finish it up, um, I've been to Disney in like ten years or at least it's very close to that. But, I mean, even just going to Disney Springs, even Kyle can agree to it. Like, it just, it has, like, that atmosphere. It has, like, that that swag to it, you know. And, like, I love Universal. I go there so much. But, like Nick's saying, it just has that extra, like, immersion. You're there. You feel like you're on, like, a different kind of wavelength and level. So, mm-hmm. Really quick before we segue off of this stuff, I'm not going to say this now just for time constraints, but when I was in the line for Flight of Passage, I was talking to a cast member because we wanted uh, a certain level, and she was basically telling me, like, how you get a job there and how you get sectioned and Rise of the Resistance, how they pick people for that. So on a future podcast, I'm going to keep this in my memory bank, and I'm going to give you guys a little spiel on what she told me firsthand. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, we can use it for the next pod. Definitely right. remember that because I'm intrigued. All right, so anyway, so we're going back to the other park, back to Universal. And recently, actually today, they uh, filed some permits for Unknown. So a lot of people assumed that this was for Shrek or Fear Factor because that was like the most recent thing that popped up. But in conclusion, it was for neither. It was for CityWalk. And so pretty much what they are doing, and it's pretty much probably like a known thing that will probably come to life maybe maybe in a couple months, maybe next year, something. But they are building a an escape room 
wow. a comedy club, and they're mm. building a beer garden that will be where um, the legacy store is. So that's that. So with the um, escape room, it is going to be marked as um, Universal's Great Movie Escape, which I think is actually pretty dope if they have a whole escape room based off Universal movie concepts. I think that would be a really cool thing because, like, the, the golf course, that they, golf course, the mini golf, um, other stuff like that, they don't have as many activities, but the things that they do have, they're actually pretty jam-packed. And I think that would be a cool addition, something that kind of <laughs> gets the Universal theme going. And with the comedy club, it's going to be based off, I think we said this maybe a, a podcast a little bit ago, um, about uh, the SNL comedy club which is also mm-hmm. pretty cool, SNL, NBC, Comcast. So, yeah, so those are the three things. And also that they're saying is that they have a, um, what else, a, they're uh, renovating Margaritaville. They don't know oh, exactly wow. what, what they're going to do, stuff for the interior, but uh, that's also the shinding. So that's awesome. a lot of stuff going on there. Wait, so how are they going to fit all of that where the Legacy store is? Okay, yeah. So the beer garden is where the Legacy store is going to be. Um, So that's one. The other two are, I believe, the – it's called – where is it at? The Red Coconut Club, which is kind of – how do I describe it? It's in the back, which is where, like, Bob Marley is. Oh, yeah. Behind Cowfish. Pretty much right directly behind Cowfish is, like, where that is. So that, I think, is going to be one spot. And um, the Groove, or the Grove, which is the other club, Uh that's also not going to be there. So they're going to have both those spots filled with the other two. That's awesome. And the comedy club especially sounds amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm here for it. I'm fucking here for it. That is what CityWalk needs. I think they're kind of, let's be honest, CityWalk needs a little bit of TLC. Disney Springs shits on it. So this is going to, this is, this is good. I like hearing this. Good shit. Yeah. And I'm intrigued pretty much with, uh, kind of like what they're doing here and, uh, how they're going to kind of, what they're going to do at the, uh, CityWalk 2.0. At a epic universe. Mm, yeah, very good point. Well, isn't there's rumors that there could be two epic un- or not two epic universes, two um, city mm-hmm. walks, right? one inside, one outside. I didn't hear the inside outside thing, but I definitely heard that there were a possibility of having two, which would be kind of crazy. So, um, it would be a pretty cool thing, and I, I'm intrigued to kind of see like where this is all going because. It's one of those things where they have so much potential, and I think they're kind of realizing it with, obviously, the new park, all the Harry Potter stuff they're building, the new attractions besides Fast and Furious, that they're like, dang, like, we could actually kind of take over Orlando or come pretty close to Disney. And, yeah. I mean, they're they're getting, they're getting there. So give it maybe five years, and who knows? Yeah. You could see. Well, what's really interesting, you brought up that point, 
you know, about Epic Universe coming, and then, you know, we know that the City Walks are going to be there. I mean, they're going to need to do some, I mean, this is a good start, but they're going to need to add some significant things to the current um, Universal, you know, the current parks and the current City Walk, because, you know, if everyone's going to be over there, no one's coming to these parks, and no one's coming to City Walk. So they're going to have to do a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and with COVID, I, it's, it sucks because I feel like they had such a good uh, momentum going. And uh-huh. COVID pretty much, like, tore everything down with money and financial stuff and just everything that they had. And it's going to take a little bit to kind of get the train rolling. But I think it finally is where it is going to need to be with, like, Horror Nights. They got all of that money coming in. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're finally kind of back on track. So. And I think the Harry Potter, the new Harry Potter ride that's being rumored for the, you know, the park that's, you know, supposed to go where, uh, Fear Factor mm-hmm. is, like that would be huge to bring people into this, you know, this area too. Yeah, yeah. And I saw nothing with, with the, regarding the rides. Like I saw nothing with the refurbishments, like, uh, Lost Honda and all that was cool. Like nothing else was changing. So no updates regarding that with my own two eyes. So <laughs> I have. A question, if I may, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nolan first, and then Kyle. If you could remove one restaurant right now, like your Midas, you touch it and it's gone, from CityWalk, one restaurant, not shop, just restaurant, what would you take out? So your question was, if I could pick any restaurant and put it in CityWalk, what would I put? No, no, no. Take it away. So you remove oh, take something. It away, sorry. Yeah, you were yeah. breaking up. All right, so break it. So take it away. Take it away. Take it away. I'm thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think even though it is a cool thing and they have a very very cool photogenic sort of food and a lot of cool concepts i think the chocolate factory would be my answer because in my opinion i feel like there's a huge opportunity to put something great there and what they did put was good but it wasn't great and it's the first spot you see coming out of Islands of Adventure. And while a lot of people get drawn to the chocolate and the cool milkshakes they have, um, the food's pretty good, but they could put something ginormous there, and I feel like that's something that they could have done better. So. Okay, Kyle, same question. Yeah, I would have to say Bob Marley's because I'm not a, a big Jamaican food fan. Uh, and that's a big area um, in the back there. I think that would probably be my take. Both good choices. Um, I think I'm going to agree with Nolan on this. Kyle, you, you have a a really great uh, idea to kind of bring people to that side of the park. But, Nolan, what you're saying with hot real estate like that, it's such a draw. And I think the NBA had a better – lifespan than this did i think this is kind of dropping off quicker than they hoped so yeah i agree with you 100 percent. both good answers boys uh universal if you're listening you know we're up here for ideas <laughs> um, like 
Like, in my what opinion, like, I think a totally cool experience. I think the men, like, on the first episode, I think we talked about this. I think the coolest thing that they could do is just have a universal restaurant based off the movies and their films. They have so much merch they could put in there. Like, there's so much stuff you can gain from that. And I think that would be a totally awesome experience. Kind of like what they have at Disney Springs. They have, like, a T-Rex. They have, I mean, Rainforest Cafe is everywhere, but T-Rex, Rainforest Cafe. Um, there's a couple other ones that are pretty good, cool things. I'll agree 100%. Like I said before, Universal, if you're listening, we're available. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So, to round it out for tonight, we have a nice, very long podcast, which is never a bad thing. Um, our history portion of the show and uh on I think it is October today, October twenty sixth. So on October twenty seventh, with which is we're filming this on Tuesday, so tomorrow, um Walt Disney's very first television series was shown. And it was um called Walt Disney's Disneyland and um what what it was based off of was uh, the plan for the park, um, all these different things, which I thought was pretty cool. I know they have some different mementos regarding that. I think in I think it's Epcot and um, on the uh, People Mover in one portion they have um, they're talking about it. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. And my question to you guys is kind of off topic regarding theme parks, but still with the Disney brand. Um, did you guys have a favorite Disney show growing up? Ooh. Um, Kyle, do you have one off the top of your head? Yeah, I have, so I have two, I think. The first one I'd have to say is Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Mm. I used to watch that all the time. And then I also... And Montana. What'd you say? <laughs> wait, wait, Nolan, what'd you say? I said Hannah Montana. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never watched Hannah Montana, actually. Um, but I did. I also liked uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. That was really good, too. Mm. That was with uh, uh, Selena Gomez, right? Selena, Selena Gomez, Gomez, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy to watch these Disney kids grow up and do <laughs> drugs. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm looking at a list here. I'm kind of cheating because I really don't remember. Um. I'm going to say Kim Possible. I was a big Kim Possible guy. That fucking naked mole rat. And then <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm just trying to be different here because I kind of agree with what Kyle said. Either That's So Raven or Phineas and Ferb. Nice. Solid nice. pigs. Yeah, he took uh, two, one of mine, so that was a little rough. Um, I would say just to... Add some, um, what do we got? I'd say either The Proud Family, which was mm. pretty solid, and it didn't last as long, but they go with Shia LaBeouf, even Stevens. <laughs> even Stevens, bro, I forgot about that. It was oh, like the, have... it was like the pre-Drake and Josh, in my opinion. <laughs> fact. Fucking fact. See, at least there was one Disney kid that didn't go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
They did, but then he got <laughs> back on the track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did he get back on the track? That's what I want to know. Hey, uh, I mean, no. I, 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 well, if you, you compare it to, like, the other people, like, yes and no. I, I he, guess. He's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Like, it's slowly coming back on the track. But... <laughs> So. I guess so. <laughs> okay, so really quick, I feel like we grew up in the era of, I mean, obviously everybody thinks their era was the best era, but we grew up in an era where the Disney Channel was, like, at its peak, and I'm going to be honest, I'm looking at the shows that are on there now, and I really <laughs> feel bad for these kids, because this looks like goddamn fucking awful TV, so I'm <laughs> glad I'm not a kid today. <laughs> it's funny you said that, because I legit, I think it was today, I saw a tweet on Twitter, and... Somebody was like, yo, Disney Channel is ass now. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it's like, it's wild because, like, they had such a following from that. And I remember even, like, in the parks, the Disney parks, they had so much things that, like, oh, yo, like, this is from Disney Channel. Like, uh, see more on the Disney Channel. I remember they had, like, a show at MGM um, based off the different uh, Disney Channel shows, I'm pretty sure. And like in today's park, you'd be like, "What the heck? Like, why is that even here?" They just they just based off Marvel and the big uh, IPs that they have. Yeah, and also Nickelodeon had great shows, and they had you know the stuff in Universal, right? They had that mm-hmm. stuff. Up. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, but I feel like with Nick, not Nick, but Nickelodeon, <laughs> um, I they they still kind of still have it because I mean you can't really act SpongeBob and a couple other things they they still have new episodes but it's not as good but they're still kind of in the parks with like their parades but with Disney it's just like completely gone just it's wild yeah that's um, true like Nick was saying like that was that was like the golden age one hundred percent do you guys remember the show Bug Juice by chance. Um, I remember the name, but I don't remember the actual show. Uh, it was that camp. Uh, so real life uh, from Disney show. Yeah. Oh jeez, bro, this shit was. Like, I used to watch this all the time as, when I was a kid. Uh, I don't remember really. That's wild. This one slapped, bro. I used to watch this when I was like, I remember I had a really shitty TV. It was like a really small one, <laughs> like three channels, and this was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that slapped. And then you guys remember, uh, speaking of channels, Nick Gas. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah, I remember Nick Gas. Yeah, Nick Nick Gas had, bro. If they just brought that back. I'd pay like like what they they have like Hulu and like. I'd pay like ten dollars a month to have that channel. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> they had I'm just looking at the list, they had Double Dare. They had Temple? Yeah, they had it in Temple, they had Figure It Out, they had Guts on there. Um they had something a couple other things on that too. But it was just like it was a totally I they were a little um past that time, so you're more like the cartoon area. But like even those two things, like it's just it's just crazy how much it's changed from that. And you can tell even in the theme parks. Mm-hmm. Big time. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. Um, hopefully, guys, enjoyed listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at 4 Year Amusement or 4 Year Amusement Podcast. 
Also, wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else, make sure you subscribe. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.